Right now, though, we do something a little bit unusual uh, in the first hour. Those of you who are with us every week know that this is the hour. We speak with Derek Hunter, and he indeed is coming up. But first, we're going to head down to the border. America's premier journalist, and I don't kid when I say that. This man has done the single best job of any journalist in the world reporting from the borders of the United States. The Center for Immigration Studies is where you can find him, centerforimmigrationstudies.org, but you can also find his articles in newspapers across the world. His name is Todd Benzman, and Todd is with us right now. Todd, good morning. How are you? Well, I'm doing really great now with that introduction. Thank you. <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Todd, listen, you have an article today in the New York Post, the Texas Texican standoff inside the only border spot where law is enforced. Tell us what's going on, where you are, what's happening as Title 42 came crashing down and immigration stories are flooding the news waves of America. I am in Matamoros, Mexico, and I've been here all week long, covering uh, for almost all of that time, wave after wave after wave of illegal immigrants just uh, plunging into the Rio Grande and swimming over, climbing up the riverbank, a completely unguarded riverbank, and then entering Brownsville, Texas, where Border Patrol would process them in. Um, and then something strange happened. I'm, I was videoing this. I think I'm, I may, I'm pretty sure I was the only uh, American writer here in Matamoros to even witness any of this. The videos went viral. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott saw the video, uh, was angered by the look of them, that there was no defense on the Texas side. So he did something unusual. He just created policy on the spot that has national implications. He ordered uh, Texas National Guard tactical units to this spot, and then he deployed them all along the actual riverbank, spaced, you know, 10, 20 yards apart, each armed with uh weapons that fire non-lethal pepper balls and also guns. And the orders were, you will not let no one pass, not one immigrant passes. And sure enough, um, you know, as I watched from the Matamoros side, these uh, waves would just break on the brawn of these Texas troopers and troops. Uh, Texas DPS was part of it, too. And it went on all day long and all night. It was truly a Mexican standoff. I called it a Texican standoff. Uh, and they turned them around. They had to come back, swim back to the Mexican side. They kept trying and trying until finally they quit trying and the entire sector just uh, became normal. There, there was no more. I mean, there may be a few here and there. But that unit is over there, and they will not let anyone pass off the riverbank. And I should add that the Biden administration has condemned Texas for doing this. They wanted the wide open borders. They wanted to accommodate the flow. 
Mayorkas held a press conference as soon as my first video came out showing this, at which he uh, suggested that it was illegal what the uh, Abbott administration was doing and that he they had had the Justice Department looking into options about what to do. So I don't think this is over, but I will tell you that Greg Abbott is doubling down on this thing, and he is now moving tactical National Guard units and DPS officers to other hot spots along the border now that Title 42 is over and is having an effect in some of those places. Let me refer you to a story that should infuriate almost every single New York resident that at least honors the rule of law or respects it, and also should infuriate almost every single American citizen. In New York City, there was a report today that homeless veterans have been kicked out, have been booted from the hotel rooms where they were given shelter in order to make way for illegal immigrants. Have you heard about this? I uh, know I was unaware of that. Uh, the only reason I know about it is because my story is sharing the front cover of the New York Post with that one. Uh, but it is uh, just as outrageous to me. But, I mean, listen, this has been going on for a while, not with veterans so much, which is what really sort of puts the twist on that, uh, you know, that, that our, our uh, veterans would be displaced by illegals. Uh, that is outrageous. Uh, but New York has been uh, displacing homeless people. and So, so has Washington, D.C., uh, American citizens who are in desperate need with uh, to make room for for migrants who seem to have some kind of special aura of uh, you know uh, I don't know they've got some kind of a, a there's some specialness about illegal immigrants that regular citizens don't don't get so they're super citizens apparently they have super rights. citizens. They have rights that American citizens do not have. One of them, an ex-military, according to the New York Post, included a 24-year-old man who was in desperate need of help after he served his nation, America, in Afghanistan. The hotel where he was being sheltered said that their temporary housing was getting pulled out from underneath them, that they'd have to move, get out, in other words, get out, a veteran that served in Afghanistan, get out of your hotel. We need the space, and that space is going to be taken by illegal immigrants. That's an outrage. That's a moral outrage. One of the vets, a disabled military vet, reported that when he was reached by an advocate, after he was moved, he was crying that they've gotten the heave-ho from the Crossroads Hotel in Newburgh, New York, 60 miles north of New York City, that this is where Mayor Adams, I guess, is flowing, is sending illegal immigrants from New York City 
So some of the veterans there, including disabled veterans, are being thrown out in order to accommodate non-citizens of the United States of America. Also, let me ask you about this, Todd. A federal judge in Brownsville said that you can't release these immigrants without court dates. The reaction from the White House, from Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House spokesperson, called this move sabotage. She accuses a federal judge of sabotaging the Biden administration because this federal judge ruled that you can't just let these illegal immigrants pour into the country without at least a court date. So let me just say on the ruling that you just laid out to me, so look the way we see it, that it's sabotage. It's pure and simple. That's how it reads to us, sabotage. That a judge actually demands that illegal immigrants be given a court date instead of just being released into the country with no way of tracking them or verifying that they will have to uh, that they will have to at least come before a court to explain why they should be granted entry into the United States of America. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, it sabotages uh, a, a bizarre first-time-ever agenda by any executive branch in the United States of of accommodating and facilitating and enticing millions and millions of foreign nationals to cross that border and then let them in and to let them just wander free in the country. Millions, really. Uh, I've been, I'm here in Matamoros. I've been here all week, but before that I've been, I was uh, a week in Juarez and I've spent a lot of time the last two and a half years. I wrote the book on this border crisis actually called overrun uh so i have and it's based on immigrant interviews and i can tell you that thousands of interviews uh these folks are telling me that they are coming for one reason only and that is because the door is open and they've got to get in while before somebody smartens up and closes it so if a federal judge sabotage if that's what a federal judge is sabotaging uh, you know, too bad on you. So be it. Shame on you, too, while we're at it. And if you don't like it, appeal it. Uh, and we'll see it at the Supreme Court. But you're going to lose this thing. You people are going to lose because almost everything that you have done is patently illegal. You are you are in violation of the law and Congress. And somebody's got to stop you. And all we have at this point given a divided Congress, are the courts. It's the judiciary, and thank God we've got a system set up where there are three branches, and one of them is stepping in to correct the um, the course here. Todd, you mentioned your book, Overrun. Please tell people about the book, where they can get it, and I'm sure you're going to be adding chapters after what you are witnessing in Mexico, and at the United States border, the southern border. Where can people find your book and the and the full title? Sure. It's called Overrun. It just came out in uh, late February, Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed 
the greatest border crisis in U.S. history, and it most certainly is by every metric. The book is a complete compendium, a narrative piece of uh, journalism about that shows exactly how this thing got started, where it got started, who started it, why, and most importantly, maybe how to get out of it when the time comes for us to finally you know, have some leaders that will uh, end this thing, this madness. And, you know, we are still two years uh, more of this mass migration crisis. Uh, Post-Title 42, things are kind of quiet right now, thanks in large part to these Texans that are out there on the razor wire right on the riverbank. Uh, but this thing is definitely not over. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Todd Bensman, thank you. We'll look forward to hearing you as often as you're able. Thank you, Todd. We appreciate the reporting. We appreciate the work that you do. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. And if I could just do one shout-out to um, the Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. You know, I can't do any of this reporting without them. Uh, And if you can support them, uh, you're supporting me being out here. I appreciate that, CIS.org. Thank you, Todd. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you.